John witnessed the throne room of heaven. Now, this is unusual and it's unique. And it's the only time that we have in the Bible where the description is given of God's throne room. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Rod Hember. I'm Janice. And this is Bible Discovery TV. We are focused on learning the Bible from Genesis 1 to Revelation chapter 22. It is a good one. We're going to teach in about five minutes time. Right now, Ryan is here, right? All right. Well, yesterday we talked about the seven letters to the seven churches. So today we're going to be talking about another seven things, the seven spirits before God's throne. Just what or who are these spirits? All right. Very good. Look forward to that. Janice? Well, today is a very special Friday. Not only do we have our special guest, Matlock, with us, but we have a whole bunch of other people going to join and answer a very special Christmas Friday question. Very good. Look forward to that, Matlock. It's going to be great. We're going to have a whole family here. It's just going to be <laughs> excellent. So stay there. We'll do that in about 20 minutes. Revelation 4, 1 through 11. After these things, I looked and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, Come up here, and I will show you things which must take place after this. Immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And he who sat there was like a jasper and a sardius stone in appearance, and there was a rainbow around the throne in appearance like an emerald. Around the throne were twenty-four thrones, and on the thrones I saw twenty-four elders sitting, clothed in white robes, and they had crowns of gold on their heads. And from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings, and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Before the throne there was a sea of glass like crystal, and in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion, the second living creature like a calf. The third living creature had a face like a man, and the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within. And they do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the twenty-four elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. Revelation chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. Revelation chapter 4 and chapter 5. This is an exciting book to be studying and looking at today. 
You know, the Apostle John is a man who followed the Lord Jesus Christ during his earthly ministry. And he had witnessed some amazing things that Jesus had done. John was there when Jesus preached and the Pharisees and the lawyers challenged him. John listened in when the high priest of Israel came against Jesus Christ and challenged how he spoke. John was at the site of Golgotha when Jesus Christ suffered and was crucified for things he did not do. And John was witness to the Lord in the human flesh when Jesus rose from the dead. Now, now, in the book of Revelation, John records visions of the risen Lord, his glorification in heaven, and the activities that surround his throne room, the throne room of God. Now, this is stifling and amazing. We need to listen carefully through the Holy Spirit as Jesus Christ speaks to John and tells him what will take place in the end times. In Revelation chapter 4, this is an amazing passage. Take your December Bible guide, and if you don't have one, let me remind you that you need to write for one right away because January has already been sent. All new material in January, and uh, it is really interesting as we focus in on the verses a couple of the verses that we are highlighting for teaching that year. Now, uh, as we focus on this, we need to understand that we're talking about the throne room. The throne room is interesting because we haven't really seen the throne room of God before. There were glimpses of it in the book of Ezekiel, but this is a detailed look at uh, how God, his throne room is. And it is full of individuals and beings these are incredible things to listen to and to hear. So this is the first time that we see it. And Father, I pray as we look at your throne room that you would help us today in Revelation chapter 4. Help us to hear what your word says and help us to hear your Holy Spirit as you talk and say these things to us. Because Lord, we need to see and hear so that we can do and perform your perfect will. In Jesus' name, and we said together, amen. And amen. Now, here's what the Bible says in Revelation chapter 4. After these things, I looked and behold a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, Come up here, and I will show you the things which must take place after this. Well, immediately I was in the Spirit. And behold, a throne set in heaven, and one sat on the throne, and he who sat there was like a jasper and a sardis stone in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne in appearance like an emerald. Fascinating. Now, John witnesses the supreme divine throne room of heaven. Jesus Christ makes himself known along with the power of God. Did you understand what God was doing? Do you understand what the Lord is saying to us? We can't really recreate it in our modern technology. We might try to, but we can read about it. And what John saw across the history of time, he says, this is what I'm seeing. And John sees this. This is an incredible story 
of how God displays himself to humankind. Now, this can only be seen because Jesus Christ has died on the cross for your sin and mine. He did not do that sin, but he died for your sin and mine to pay the cost of sin. The wages of sin are death. And there is no remission of sin without the, the, the repentant act of saying, Lord, forgive me of my sin. And so God says to us, those of us who hear the Lord, the Holy Spirit inside of us, comes alive when his words begin to tell us what the throne room of God looks like. I'm telling you, it is amazing. Well, let's go back to Revelation chapter 4, beginning with verse 4. This is something else. It says, around the throne were 24 thrones, and on the thrones I saw 24 elders sitting clothed in white robes. And they had crowns of gold on their head. And from the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Before the throne, there was a sea of glass like crystal. And in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and on back. And the first living creature he was like a lion, the second was a creature like a calf, and the third was a creature that had a face like a man, and the fourth, a living creature, was like a flying eagle. The fourth living creatures, four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around within, and they do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and who is and who is to come. This is the throne room of God. This is amazing. You see, there is much activity from the throne and around the throne of the Lord God Almighty. God is not alone. And by the way, beloved, neither are we. I find this interesting. I've known the Lord for over 45 years of my life, and I, I have never once felt lonely. And never once have I felt overcrowded or imposed upon, because that's how God is. He fits into our spirits as the divine mind. And he, he, there's, a, there's a shape there for God. Each of us has a shape for God. And God fits into that spirit that where our spirits are empty. He comes in with his Holy Spirit and he gives us the ability to know who he is. Beloved, this is such a great feeling. I, I invite you to come to know Jesus Christ right now. Very, very important. But we must read on. Revelation 4 verse 9. Whenever the living creature gives glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders, what they do is fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. And they cast their crowns before the throne, saying, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, to receive honor, and to receive power, for you created all things, and by your will they exist, and those things they were created. Which brings us to number three. The 24 elders yield all their praise to Jesus Christ, the creator. All of it. You see, beloved, we give to God now. What we give to God now is only a token of what we will give to God in the next life. <laughs> I want to tell you something. When we begin to worship God, that's exactly where the Holy Spirit comes into our life and shows us 
when we say be filled with the Holy Spirit, we're saying be filled with praise. Exalt yourself and praise the Lord who saved you from all things. Now, if you don't know Jesus, come to know him and say, Lord, forgive me. I know that you died on the cross for my sins, but I know that you rose again in the flesh and I need you in my heart. Come into my life and be the Lord of my life. Help me to turn my life around. In Jesus' name, amen. Make it so, Lord. Make it so. Welcome back to the program. Now we're on day two of our Revelation study. And even if you're casually reading this book, you can't help but notice all the sevens. As a matter of fact, there are so many sevens in the book that I heard one Bible scholar say that it's probably not possible to make an exhaustive list of the sevens because whatever number you come up with, there's probably seven times that many. Well, yesterday we talked about the seven letters to the seven churches, and today is sort of a continuation. We're going to be looking at another seven things, specifically the seven spirits before the throne of God. Just what or who are these spirits? John the Revelator, in his opening remarks, greets the seven churches of Asia in the name of him who is and who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth. While it's clear that both God the Father and God the Son are present here, what isn't immediately obvious are the seven spirits before God's throne. What or who are these spirits? Interestingly, the expression seven spirits occurs four times in Revelation, and while some identify them as angels, most scholars see it as a reference to the Holy Spirit. This is based on several clues. For one thing, equating the seven spirits with the Holy Spirit would be the most natural understanding of Revelation 1-4, because it makes all three persons of the Godhead present. Second, while these seven spirits could conceivably be angels, they certainly couldn't be the angels of the seven churches of Asia, since those are listed separately and in addition to the seven spirits in Revelation 1-4. But third, and most important, Revelation is not the first occurrence of the sevenfold Holy Spirit. Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2, for example, could very well be alluding to this very thing. Speaking of the future Messiah, the prophet declares that the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Since the number seven in the Bible symbolizes the complete and perfect work of God, it's no surprise that the Messiah was also to be endowed completely and perfectly with the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Although some do consider this interpretation of Isaiah 11:2 to be rather speculative, Zechariah leaves us little room for doubt regarding the identification of this seven-faceted spirit. For example, in Zechariah 3:9, this post-exilic prophet proclaims, for behold, the stone that I have laid before the high priest Joshua. Upon the stone are seven eyes. 
Behold, I will engrave its inscription, says the Lord of hosts. I will remove the iniquity of that land in one day. Here we have the perfect oversight, the providential care of God, the Holy Spirit, represented by the seven eyes engraved on the stone set before the high priest. These eyes also appear in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 10. It says, For who has despised the day of small things? For these seven rejoiced to see the plumb line in the hand of Zerubbabel. They are the eyes of the Lord, which scan to and fro throughout the whole earth. Therefore, based upon the rest of Scripture, it seems that the seven spirits before God's throne in Revelation is indeed an image of the Holy Spirit of God. Now, just an important closing note to keep in mind, Revelation uses a lot of symbols and so doesn't necessarily present the particular person or cosmic power in actual appearance, but is a symbolic form that's intended to teach the human observer, which is John on the island of Patmos, something about the qualities and characteristics of the person, which in this case is the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. Because remember that a dove represented the Holy Spirit at the time of Jesus' baptism, and multiple tongues of fire represented him at Pentecost. So the Holy Spirit is symbolized in different ways throughout Scripture, but always in a guise appropriate to the occasion. Yeah, very interesting. And if you <laughs> haven't noticed this already, uh, there's a few extra visitors on set. Uh, Ryan and Corey, and of course, Brandon behind me. And uh, I would like you, Ryan, first of all, to introduce your family. All right. Well, this is my lovely wife, Jasmine, uh, who helps me put together my segments and, and all of that. Uh, this is my oldest, Oliver, and this is my youngest, Elias. Excellent. And he's so, working on the computer already. He Look is. At that. Yeah, yeah, he is. So the family is here, and uh, that's excellent. And then, Corey, good to see you back. Thank you. It's good to be back for a couple so, days at least. <laughs> introduce your family. All right. So that's my husband, Matlock, back there. And this is our oldest son, Emerson, our middle son, Matthias, and of course, our newest son, Wesley. Very beautiful. Great. And excellent. Uh, so you've got them. And then behind me is Brandon. And Brandon, Introduce your family. Hi, I'm <laughs> This is my wife, Rebecca. You've talked to her a lot, probably. She answers the phones here. She's also on the... the and yeah, she's on prayer meeting. Live yeah. Yeah. That's right. Very good. Well, that's excellent. So our entire family is here, and we want to say Merry Christmas. And Oliver, how are you doing, sir? Good. Doing good? <laughs> All right. That is good. How are you doing, Elias? Good. Excellent. Good. How are you doing, Matthias? Good. How yeah, are you doing, doing Emerson? Good. He's doing he's good. good. <laughs> oh, he's doing good. Now, do you have a question you want to I, ask? I do because it's a special Friday program, Wesley, and you can help us out here because it's a question about a special baby that was born. Who was born on Christmas Day? Jesus. 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 Well, what about this? That was the right answer. What baby was laid in a manger because there was no room for him in the inn? Jesus! Oh my goodness, These they got both answers. Good job, guys. Very, very good. That's wonderful. So that's excellent. And this is, of course, uh, coming up on Christmas, which of course is, this is the 23rd. So tomorrow is the 24th and mm -hmm. the 25th is Sunday. So mm -hmm. we just wanted to say Merry Christmas to everybody. and. Let you see the family. Now, Corey, we're starting uh, in a week's time with the programs for next year, and you're going to be joining us. 
Yeah, I, I'm going to be back every day here. So same time, same place. Your, your maternity leave was good. You just, you know, take care of the Wesley there. He's doing great. Wesley, how are you doing, buddy? Are you okay? He's growing lots, eating lots, <laughs> sleeping yeah, a little bit. Is it Careful, doing big brother. You don't want a fall protective big brother. That's yes. right. That's right. And you guys, uh, Emerson and Oliver, what grade are you in? Grade two. You're in grade two. That is excellent. Emerson, what grade are you in? SK. SK, senior, senior kindergarten. kindergarten. Good job. All right, job. very good. And this next year, you guys, let's see, is Matthias going to school this next year? In September, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, and Elias JK. is going to school mm -hmm. in September? Junior kindergarten. Same class. That's right. Very good. And they are at Awana Bible Discovery Kids, and they're both in the Cubbies class together. Yes, and, do, do and you, Nanny gets to help be the teacher. Because you're there. the, you're also the listener. I'm okay. also a listener. So yes. you get to listen when they memorize. When scripture. they memorize scripture, and they that know it. On Wednesday. All four of the boys are going, yes, and learning Bible verses, and they're doing very well. Excellent, mm -hmm. very, very good, good job. And, you know, Wesley back there, he's doing great. He's getting hungry soon, but anyway. <laughs> so guys, uh, Brandon and Rebecca, how are you guys doing? Good. Good. So you're also working on the program. You're the director. Yeah. I'm the director and, and the, the editor. editor. Yeah. You get the programs ready. So you're going to have to edit all this. Yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> the, the, these two episodes are always a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the audio. Yeah. Yeah. And we yeah. call it organized bedlam. Yes. 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 Organized bedlam. Next year, we're thinking of doing it maybe on a couch and some chairs. I think so. Yes. Yeah. Because we have five and boys some food here for Wesley. <laughs> yes, and and we're we're they're all boys. I don't know what's going on here, but anyway, it's great. Five young gentlemen, and they're doing very very well. And uh, Oliver's seven, and yeah. you're the oldest. And you, I just measured you at the house, and you're tall. You're growing. You grew like an inch in like two months. It was amazing. And also, Emerson grew too. He grew like an inch. That was amazing. And I measured you, you grew, and you grew Elias too, Matthias and Elias. And what? And Wesley's back there, he's just telling us he's hungry. That's right, because yeah. he is growing. He yes. needs his food, that's for sure. He is growing, that's but we sure. just wanted- I ate my toast. You ate your toast? Excellent. Did you? Do you like to just plain toast or do you like it with jam? I like it with jam. With jam? Yeah. And peanut butter. And peanut butter. Oh, yeah, that's good. pretty good, isn't it? Ollie, you too? You like peanut butter. I don't blame you. Well, you know what? All of the people that watch us from home, they're are part of our family too. And they love to see you every year because a lot of them have watched for a long time and they see you grow every year. And so it's fun for them to say hello and to see you. So it is. this is a special time for us to say Merry Christmas yes, too, it is. to and, all the people at home. And Matlock back there, you write a lot of things for us and you do a, a whole bunch of stuff with the internet and all of that. So uh, you've been on the prayer meeting and you've been on a couple of places we've had you on and, and we're going to have you on next week. It's going to be good. So next, I look forward to that. And next week, yes, that's right. We'll have Matlock on yep. as our guest. Yep. So and we'll talk about his to testimony and all of that stuff, but the gentlemen here are doing good. Je guys, how about we pray? I think we should all pray for everybody. Mm. What do you think, okay? And then you know how to end it, don't we? So, and when I, when and I then get we'll ready, sing. we've all got to say amen. And then maybe we can sing, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Sounds good, okay? End. So let's hear it. Let's, right. let's hear amen, let's practice. Ready? 
Amen. Okay, very All good. Right, here we're going to we go. pray now. All right. So fold your hands. Father, thank you for today. And we pray that you would be with all of the people who are watching and be with our family and be with their family and touch them, Lord. And Father, we celebrate this time because it's Christmas. And we want to say, Father, thank you for sending Jesus Christ to bear our sins and pay the cost of sin and rise from the dead and help us, Lord, to follow you. In the name of Jesus Christ, and we all said together, Excellent. Very good. Very good. Well, we can do a rendition of We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Are you ready? Let's sing to all the people at home because in two days, it's going to be Christmas Day. Ready? Okay. We, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. So Merry Christmas, everybody. It is good to see you in this last minute and a half. I just want to say that this is the time. If you have not subscribed to your Bible guide, I would recommend that you do so. And you can get a hold of the Bible guide by calling us or writing to us or going to BibleDiscoveryTV.com because there's still time. There's still a week left. And the faster you get on that, the sooner you'll get the Bible guide. Many of you who are on the Bible guide list have already received it because it's been sent through the mail. But you can get the Bible Guide online, too. You go to the Bible Guide and click it. It takes you to a page to donate. Thank you so much for your donations. But then it takes you to another page where you can download it and get the PDF files. And when you get the PDF files, it's the Bible Guide, just exactly how we put it together on the print. So then you can see it. So I would encourage you to get the Bible Guide and become a part of reading through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation with us every single year. And again, I say... I've always said it and I'll say it again, unless you're reading the Bible and understanding what God said, his word, then we really don't understand what it is to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. But when we read the Bible, we can serve the Lord Jesus Christ. So that's very, very important. So again, Merry Christmas. And uh, remember that we're going to be here next week with Matlock. Call a friend or call somebody and tell them Rod's going to interview the husband of Corey. It's and- going to be good. The family will be joining us again on yes, Monday. on Monday. One more day. I want to thank you for praying for us. Uh, the prayer meeting on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday is at 3.30 to 4.30 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, in the United States of America, people have joined us from Australia, from Africa, from the UK. from And I just thank you wherever you're at. It doesn't matter. Join us and we will pray for your needs. But we also pray for the world. Very important. And today we just need to praise God. And we say, Lord, your name is praised forever. Lord, you have done great things.